genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one Ithilden filled minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 120, which starts with uh, Legolas saying, why doesn't that surprise me? And ends with Gandalf and Frodo looking at the doors of Durin uh, a little disappointed. Maybe even a little offended. <laughs> I thought I was a friend. <laughs> What do you want from me? I like how pleased Gandalf is um, after Convenient Moon happens and um, the the doors light up and he just stands there like grinning. He's so he's, proud of he's himself. Like, oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> I do have memory of this place. <laughs> I also love like Convenient Moon. Yes. Like plot moon. Just, just Gandalf's just like, I need some moonlight. And he looks up at the sky right. kind of expectantly. There's well, that kind of like pregnant moment. And then like the clouds part. Right. Moon. Stock footage of moon. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. It, I, it does look very stock footage. It's like, that's not how weather works. I mean, I know that we just saw wizards, like wizards and weather and everything. Yes. But weather wizards just like the merest suggestion that you need starlight or moonlight and yeah. then the moon's just like okay i'm here <laughs> hello friends it's my time to shine literally yes oh. <laughs> and this is the this is the same stuff on thror's map with the hidden words yeah, the moon letters yeah which they only refer to as moon letters in the hobbit right i think it's crazy that like i know that metal is malleable but it's crazy to me how they're able to make invisible foil runes on a map that is 200 years old. Is it... I know it's magic. At the same time. Yes. That's ridiculous. How old is that map? It must be older than that. Um, It's Thor's map, right? Yes. Or Thrain's map. Thor's map. Thor's map. So, if Thorin is... Wait, okay. So, if Thor was the king of... Erebor. Yes. Why does he need a map? I don't know. To get to his own kingdom? I don't Why know. Why does he need a map? Is he Thror the first? Is there a Thror before? Um. Is there a before Thror? Before Thror. I don't, I don't think so. I was just looking at this family tree for some time. When they say Thror's map, do they mean Thorin's grandfather Thror? Yes, that's the only one that's on this family tree. Okay, good. So yes, Thorin's grandfather Thror. His siblings are Fror and Gror. <laughs> I love the naming pattern of dwarves, by the by. Yeah. I really do. I well, think it's, it's so like great. naming your kids uh, all names that start with the same letter. Right. But for dwarves, it's like rhyming names. Right. Uh, uh, like Oin, Gloin. Yes. And Dori, Ori, and Ori. Yes. <laughs> but, Balin and Dwalin. <laughs> which is my favorite pair of names. And Feely and Keely. Balin and Dwalin is my favorite and pair of names. And Bofer and Bomber. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I like the rhyming name name pattern. I think it's great. Because mm -hmm. then there's like Dane and Thrain. Right. And Nain are all dwarf names. Right. 
I don't know. I've just always loved that. I've always thought that that's just great. Mm. You know, it's always made me smile. But like sometimes I feel like they get the short end of the stick. Like who wants to be called Gror? Or Groin. Or Groin. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Gimli's grandfather. Yes. <laughs> Gloin, son of Groin. Right? Gimli, son of Gloin, son of Groin. Groin and Fundin. Fundin. That, that's not rhyming. No, it's not. They're brothers. Crush you. Because. They, they went and broke a family tradition. Mm, Fundin. Fundin. I don't know where Farron got Groin from because, like, his name is Farron. His, his father's name is Borin. See, that's a that's an unfortunate name as well. Borin. Borin. It's really boring. <laughs> I like to imagine he had an awful droll. Borin, son of Nain, is second. Yes. Hmm. Mm. So that means Balin is Gimli's uh, uncle. Yeah. Well, how do you do that? The, the, the cousins removed and stuff? <laughs> Let me look here. Let's see. <laughs> so. But, okay. He would, he's his. Let's see. Second so cousin once removed? No, he's his, his first cousin once removed. First cousin. I don't know how that stuff goes. Right. Yeah, he's his first cousin once removed because Gimli is the son of one of Balan's cousins, so he's his cousin once removed. Ah, okay. If you say so. They're related. Everyone's related. Um, my point still stands, though. Why would Thror need a map to his own kingdom if he reigned there? Well, I mean, it's a map for a secret entrance. I guess. It's a map for a but secret But there's a entrance. dragon on it already. Yeah. Thror was the king when the dragon came. Didn't the dragon kill Thror? Or am I confusing that? No. No? I don't know. Didn't Thror and Thrain both die in Moria? No, they couldn't have because Thrain was killed by um, the guy that shouldn't be in the Azog. Hobbit Yeah. Thrain was killed by Azog. Right. When did Thror die? Um, 2790. I am not well versed in my dwarven history. So, uh, 50 years, roughly 50 years, 40 years, um, after Thorin is born. Yeah. So, no, I don't think Thor was killed by Smog. If he was, then that means that Thrain took the map from his father with the plan to reclaim it later. Hmm. Murder of Thror, 2790. Murder of Thror. Yeah. He was murdered. Murder. Most foul. See, murder doesn't imply to me killed by a dragon. I feel like if he was killed by a dragon, the appendix would say killed by a dragon. Yeah. It says Dane the First slain by a dragon. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like, not killed by a dragon. Your dragon deaths get called out. So, okay. <laughs> so, Thror's dad got killed by a dragon. And then Thror himself got murdered. And Erebor was sacked 20 years before Thror was murdered. So Thror was, um, he got kicked out of Moria and then he made the map and then he died. Kicked out of Erebor. Oh yeah, sorry. And then he made the map and then he died. Right. He got kicked out of his mine, made the map, passed it to his son. 
and then died. Who passed it to his son. Yeah, okay. For some reason, I thought he got eaten by the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) No, that happened to Dane the first, apparently. (laughs) So, in Tolkien's mind, there is, or, you know... This family there's tree, this between murder and murder by dragon. This family tree was was supposed to be written by Gimli. So in Gimli's mind, there's a difference between murder and getting killed by a dragon. Yes. Yes. Which do you think is worse? Killed by a dragon. <laughs> because a dragon is a sentient being. Yes. And therefore, because it's sentient, That's murder. it's murder. <laughs> it's not like you were killed by a bear. Right. It's like, not like manslaughter or right. dwarf slaughter right, <laughs> right. <laughs> dwarf <laughs> slaughter <laughs> there is that's... an intent by this dragon to eat that dwarf that is murder that is murder <laughs> that's murder it's not a wild animal he wasn't killed in a typhoon right it wasn't a freak accident <laughs> it wasn't a mining accident like this dragon landed like... on the mine blew fire in it and was gonna mm. roast these dwarves. just like during the whatever is killed by a balrog that's murder. That's 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 murder. Because <laughs> like, Balrogs are sentient. Yeah, Balrogs are mire. Right. They're the same level of of right. being spiritually right. as Gandalf and Saruman and Sauron. Which do you think is worse? There are there are probably there were probably Balrogs that outranked Sauron in Morgoth's army. You know, I think "Murder by Dragon" is a rad uh, album title. Yeah. No, that's a good that's a good like death metal band name. Murder by Dragon. Yeah. Do you think being slain by a dragon in a dwarf's mind, do you think being slain by a dragon or outright murdered is worse? Well, maybe being outright murdered because that's like betrayal by the by the the clan or whatever. I guess. I don't. It's like betrayal by your own kind, maybe, unless he's murdered by an elf, but even then I feel like they would call that out. Or like an orc, they'd be like killed by orcs. No, it murdered murder. implies that a dwarf did it to me. Murder. It's like the note that's on this family tree in the appendix. It says, murder of Thror. Dane the first slain by a dragon. Yep. So. <laughs> I don't. So they don't They don't want to talk about the murder. They're saying he was, he was, he was killed. And, and this guy was killed by a dragon. Huh. They don't want to talk about what happened to Thror. The line of the dwarves of Erebor. So, Dane the First was killed by a dragon, and then a year later, they come back to Erebor. And then, 200 years later, Erebor is sacked, and Thror is kicked out. Right. How did they get rid of that dragon the first time? I don't know. It's not Smog. Is it, is it not Smog? Why would... Okay, why would you kick... Why would you kick the dragon out a year after your dad got eaten by a dragon and you live there for 200 years? And then the dragon comes back. And then the back. dragon comes back? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, dragons are immortal too, basically. Might as well be. That first dragon, I bet, is the dragon that was killed by, um, what's his name's ancestor? Uh, in The Hobbit. Bard. Oh. You know, you're probably right. So... They killed the dragon a year after his... Can you imagine his thought process? Oh my god, my dad just got eaten by a dragon. Let's go back in a year. (laughs) (laughs) We heard the dragon's dead. It's it's safe now, right? Okay. (laughs) We're good. 
That's where he was when he got eaten by the dragon. Right, because Bard's... He was right here. Bard's um, ancestor is a dragon slayer. That's why he has the big arrow thing, right? At least in the movie, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the case, because why would he get it in his head that dragons are able to be killed if his ancestor didn't literally kill a dragon? You're just making me think of, like, one of my other problems with the Hobbit movie, which is that Bard is supposed to be Bard the Bowman, and that's not a bow. That's a ballista. (laughs) (laughs) It still starts with a B. Like... Yes, I get that they don't want to show a dragon getting killed by a bow and arrow. It's a harpoon. But, like, <laughs> it's supposed to be because he's... It, it's his weak spot. It's just an... Right. Whatever. <laughs> it's his Achilles heel. Yeah, exactly. Sure, it's silly, but it was a kid's story. He's supposed to be Bard the Bowman, not the... Ballista. Not Bard the... Not Bard the Siege Engineer. Siege Engineer. <laughs> Oh my god. Where was I going with I this? have problems. Oh, yeah. Thror's map. Thror's map. So it was Thror's map after all. Yes. I like getting to this like, you know, we could look it up online. However, it's more fun this way. It's more fun to talk about it. <laughs> Suss it out. Make a, make a few jokes along the way. Use Think about the lessons we really learned from the text. Yes. Um <laughs> Indeed. So what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. The moon letters. I just think it's moon really letters. crazy how... Um, I guess, like... They should already be glowing. Um, Not if it's obstructed by clouds. But is, like, the whole sky obstructed? It reflects starlight, too. But you, like, overcast sky. If the sky is completely overcast, there's no starlight coming through. Yeah. Also, starlight is so faint. Right. Um, so it might be glowing, but they just can't see it. Maybe. Maybe maybe they need, like, cat's eyes. Yeah. Or elf eyes, see in the dark. Well, Legolas would be able to see it, too. He'd be like, oh. He, so, but so, so in my dark vision. Right. So in my mind, so in my mind right now, that, that thought process is that it's glowing faintly enough that Legolas can see it. He's just not telling anybody else. <laughs> Hoping no one sees it so that he can just pretend that Gimli is a moron. That's funny. I love how sassy Legolas is. Like, <laughs> why doesn't that surprise why me? Why doesn't that surprise me? I've, like, I feel like I've said that before. <laughs> Not in this context, obviously, but, like... Looking for a dwarven ruin. Right? You know, as you do. Yeah, on a, you, know. you know, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> or Friday. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. Fridays are, like... Special days, though. Like, yeah. Tuesday is more mundane. Yeah. Yeah. Friday's like Friday. But Tuesday's like, ugh, Tuesday. It's Tuesday again. <laughs> um, so, I like that it also talks about, um, in the, uh, I think it's the appendices. I don't remember. Um, how, oh no, it's in the text. Um, they go into detail about, or not detail, but Gandalf talks about how sometimes they are enchanted to reflect, to start glowing only on the certain day of the year, or phases of the moon. 
Which is what Thor's map is enchanted to do. Right. That's like a top secret one. But this is just run-of-the-mill moonlight. Um, <laughs> this is your average, everyday, ordinary enchanted mithril. Yeah, whatever. And he talks about how the doors are probably governed by words. And I like how in the book, Mary does ask, what does it mean by speak, friend, and enter? But the person who replies to him is not Gandalf, but it's Gimli. And Gimli's just like, well, duh. <laughs> well, duh. You know, you speak the password. If you're a, free, you, you, if you're a friend, you speak the password, the door's going to open. Then you then you can enter. Yeah. Um, but I like that it kind of tracks in the movie, though, because Gandalf has no patience for Merry or Pippin. <laughs> yes. Pippin gets the short stick, but Merry also gets a lot of that. I feel like in the book, he has even less patience for the two of them than he does in the movie. Yeah. Because he, in the movie, in this scene, when we get just a little further before they're even in Moria, Mm -hmm. he gives Pippin a bunch of crap. Poor Pippin. (laughs) He's just always giving Pippin crap. I will defend Pippin till the day I die. That's fair. I love Pippin. I'm excited to talk about Pippin soon. Yay, Pippin. Yay, Pippin. The fool of a took. I love him. Fool of a took. I love him. (laughs) Um... There's a couple of, I have a couple of notes about the special effects of this scene. Yeah. In just a little bit. The the water, the way that the effect was done is it's mostly like a big mylar sheet with a little bit of digital water on top of it. Oh, the lake? Yeah. Huh. They so it's like. Find a lake? No, this is, this is a studio shoot. Oh, that's cool. But when he step, what about when he steps in the water? They have like a little pool of water in the studio. Oh. It looks pretty convincing. It doesn't look like a studio. Yeah. Uh, it looks very, I don't know, it looks very outdoors. Yeah. So a lot of this is a, the, the doors of Moria is like a studio, studio shoot. Is it like LED lights and stuff? I think so. Something like that. They need to come up with a way to, to light it up convincingly. Yeah. That's cool. It's a strip, it's like special strip lighting. Yeah. That's cool that they, uh actually built the lights in the set instead of just saying like oh yeah we'll just put it over um in post like digitally do it also this is the pretty wide shot yeah this is the pretty wide shot of moria with the the doors of Durin all lit up and the trees i would say that the pretty wide shot of moria is the hall of moria no that's like that's an impressive shot but to me this is pretty i mean this this uh, shot is definitely iconic. Yeah. Um, pretty? I don't know. Yeah. To me, this is pretty because it's like, it's dark. You have the very like detailed doors glowing. Mm-hmm. The trees still kind of clinging to life just barely A on either bit. side of the door. Yeah. Which are holly trees. These are all supposed to be holly trees. I wish I knew more about trees so I can say if they really are holly trees on the set. Me too. <laughs> I don't, like, aside from, like, an oak tree, I don't know how to tell the difference between a lot of trees um, because I'm not a botanist. And this this wide shot here, too, is Peter Jackson just directly recreating an Alan Lee painting mm. for a movie. So It's very iconic. It is very iconic. Like... I feel like that scene, that shot of 
them like the the far away wide shot with all of them crowded around the door mm. is I don't know like an integral part of the public consciousness of this movie and not just this movie but like this story yeah um especially because the door is illustrated in yeah the it's book. one of one of the few illustrations in the book yeah so. So it's a really iconic image for fans to actually see the door of Durin. Right. Much like, uh, oh, much like Thor's map. Right. Is one of the illustrations in The Hobbit. There's like the ring, Thor's map, and the doors of Moria. Yeah. I would argue are the three most iconic um, images. Yeah. Of this franchise. Yes, I would agree. And they're all in the first leg of the story. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple other like paintings and stuff that were done that I would say are really iconic to this story for like the greater consciousness and not necessarily by Tolkien, but like just other illustrations just that other jump artists. to mind, yeah. like Sam and Shelob. Mm, that's true. But I feel like that's um, like the three things that we were mentioning are like entry level stuff. Like it's yeah. in... Like, if someone sees that and they're only, like, passingly familiar with Lord of the Rings, they'll be like, oh, that's from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, Pointy hat gives it away. Right. But even if they just saw, like, the doors, it's like, oh, that's probably from Lord of the Rings right. or something. Oh, that looks like that looks like the the writing on the ring. Right. Um, And then, like, Sam and Shelob is, like, that yeah. second level, like, the under yeah. level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tears of nerddom. <laughs> Tears of nerddom. Yeah. So like a casual... The, the like, seven rings. The seven, the seven tears of hell. Of, hell. <laughs> of fandom hell. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, good old Dante. Um, yes. But, I don't know. I really... I'm excited that we're here already. This already. Is like two hours in the movie. Already, she says. What? I mean... Finally. Yeah, it's... I'm enjoying it after... Like, now that we've gotten past the council, everything is happening really quickly. Yeah. Um, this, it, it starts really clipping along. Yeah. Then there's another slowdown on Lothlorien, I but it has some really like cool stuff. Because, like, when we started, I'm just like, oh, man, Moria is, like, forever away, but now we're here at yes. the doors of Moria. This is like So I'm really excited. Yeah, we're about to start like the action set piece of the movie. Nice. Pumped. With all the all the great music. Mm-hmm. All the all the stuff in Moria is, feels so grand. Well, yeah. Feels so big. It's Moria. That establishing shot of like the cliff outside does a really good job of like showing you how big the entryway itself is going to be. Right. Yep. I don't and know, I'm excited. Soon we will meet the Balrog. Yeah. See, yeah. like we're like a few weeks away from Balrog. Yeah. Like three weeks probably. I don't remember. It's like fifteen or twenty minutes from here. I'll just enjoy it. I mean, we say the movie starts moving along quickly, but then when you're talking about it a minute at a time, when we do this a week at a time, it's like fifteen, twenty minutes, you know. Right. But that's better like that's That's better than oh, that's an hour and a half away. I mean, we're two hours into the movie. Like yeah. this is this is like the good stuff. Here we go. We're about to reach the the climax. Right. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. 
Yeah. I don't know if I have any other notes. Right. We went on a tangent about dwarves. <laughs> we went on a nice long tangent about we'll dwarves. We'll be talking about dwarves a lot. Yeah. There was apparently a lot of footage shot in this area of the movie mm-hmm. of like comedy and character interplay while they were waiting for Gandalf to figure out the password for the doors that just they ultimately abandoned even in the extended edition. I really like because um, Legolas says, why doesn't that surprise me? And then you see Gimli's face and he's just like not having it at all. <laughs> but he's actually learning to not insult everybody. Yeah. Which is like a big I'm proud of Gimli. I think he's just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's like a him not learning, learning to not insult people. He's just I think really it's, excited to yeah, be here. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm not ready. I'm going to let the elf ruin my day. That's right. I'm not going to let him get to me. I'm going to see my cousins. I'm going to have some nice dwarven food. <laughs> We're going to have a party. What is this crap? Yeah. But that is for another time. That is for another day. So, we are from the website DuelingGenre.com. You can check out the plethora of other Movies by Minutes uh, podcasts at MoviesByMinutes.com. They're sprouting from the snow like daisies. (laughs) Special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. I hope you guys have a good time. Bye. Bye.